Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Lift up your hands and speak to the Lord this morning, thanking God for His presence here. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank Him for another opportunity to come before Him to be in His presence. We love you. We worship you. We praise you. We adore you. There is none light unto you. Be magnified. Be exalted. Be praised. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. May be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are happy to be in church? Are you happy to be in, the, in his presence service? This service is called his presence service. So when you come, expect to experience his presence. Can I have an amen? Expect to experience his presence. The presence of God. Hallelujah. Now today to continue to talk about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. Now the reason why the reason why we are talking about the Holy Spirit is because he is the most important person in our lives. Hallelujah. And even though he's the most important person in our lives, most Christians are not aware of him. Are not conscious of him. And therefore are leading weak lives. Powerless lives. Non-victorious lives. And the Christian life is a struggle and very difficult for most Christians. It is exactly for this reason that Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that is why we are talking about the Holy Spirit so that we can know him and we can relate with him. Hallelujah. Now, in John chapter 4 and verse 16 and 17, let's look at the scripture again. John 14, 
16 and 17. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. So Jesus promised that when he goes to heaven, he will ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit and he explained why the Holy Spirit will come. He said he will come to be a, com- a comforter. And the word comforter is translated helper. Hallelujah. So the main reason why the Holy Spirit has come into your life and into my life as believers is as a helper. So this morning, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, our helper today. The Holy Spirit, our helper today. We know the Holy Spirit as the third person in the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Spirit is God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you getting that? And the Holy Spirit is the one who is in our lives today as a person as a person I don't know whether you can understand it you saw some wind fish, dove flying somewhere he's a person a divine person how many of you understand that? He, he just like, he's a person just like the person sitting by you only that he's a spirit so you can't see and he's with you everywhere you go as a Christian he goes with you he's there amen eh? and he has been sent as your helper. A helper, who is a helper? A helper is something or someone that gives you help, that gives you assistance, that gives you support. Support. The word helper also means an ally, an aide, a collaborator. It also means a friend, a right-hand man, or a right-hand woman. These are all meanings 
of the word helper. So, the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian is an ally. An ally is somebody with whom you sort of work together, you want to achieve the same things. You join forces together. Normally when there are wars, okay, one country wants to go and fight another country. Normally they don't fight alone. They look for other countries, other armies to help them. Are you getting that? It's called the Allies. In 1990, the Americans went to fight with the um, Iraqis. The Iraqis under the then president, Saddam Hussein, forcefully entered Kuwait, another country, and took over. So America said, no, go back to your country. You can't just enter somebody's country and take over. So America said, go back to your country. Mr. Iraq, go back to your country. But the president said, oh no. Our country is Iraq. But Kuwait too, even though it's somebody's country, we like it. So we are taken by force. How many of you understand it? So America said, no, go back. If you don't go back, we'll force you to go back. And Iraq said, you want to force us? You want to force us? Okay, come, we are here. You are from America. We are in the desert. We want to come. Okay, come. So America said they will come. But they didn't come immediately. They built allies. They brought in many countries. So an, an ally is someone who works with you. So the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian is your ally. Your helper. Your aid. He gives you assistance. Support. In every area of your life. Hello? Listen, so when we talk about Holy Spirit, we are not talking about Something that is just flying somewhere that they say a certain Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. We are talking about a person in your life. Lift up your right hand. Say the Holy Spirit is a person in my life. Yes. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? He's a person in your life. And his main reason why he has come is to help you. If you're a student, he can help you to study. No, he can help you to study. No matter how daft your mind is, he can activate your mind Mathematics, you power, you understand mathematics, you'll be shocked. He said, Bishop, how? Because he knows mathematics. So you'll be changing your brain like that, uh, and then you understand mathematics. When you go for your exams as a student, before you start, you say, Holy Spirit, please help me. To understand the questions. Because sometimes some of you fail because you don't understand the question. 
So the answer you give, you answer it. You give the wrong answer because you don't understand the question. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit will help you. Or sometimes the question, when you read, you don't understand it. You read, you don't understand it. It's that you knock your head. It's not by knocking. You don't need to knock. Just tell him to help you. Hallelujah. How many of you understand it? Listen. If you don't remember anything about the Holy Spirit, two things you should remember. Number one, that he's a person in your life. Number two, that he's in your life to help you. He's in your life to do what? Let up your right hand. Say the Holy Spirit is a person in my life and he's in my life to help me. To give me assistance. To give me support. To give me direction. To teach me. To guide me. He's my ally. My, my friend. My right hand man. My counterpart. My colleague. My co-worker. Yes. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of you. Now, all through the Bible, you see the Holy Spirit helping. When the earth was being created, he was there helping. He worked with the Father and the Son. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. NIV. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface. Over the waters. Verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. So right in these three verses, you can see the Godhead working together. In the beginning, God created the Father. And the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the surface of the darkness, the Holy Spirit. And God said, He spoke the word, and the word is Jesus. So you see the Godhead right there. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit in action from the beginning. So he helped in creating the world. If you allow him, he will help to create your life. I said if you allow him, he will help to create your marriage. He will help to create your ministry. You have to create your business, Amen. your family life. Amen. If you allow him. Yeah. And there was darkness 
And then he was moving. The Holy Spirit was moving to bring order, to bring clarity, to bring sanity, to make things clear. So in your life, he is there to bring clarity, to bring illumination, to remove the confusion from your life. Confusion from your life to help you to understand where to go, where not to do, where not to go, what to do, what not to do, how to do, how to move. Yes. Amen. Then we see him helping in the Old Testament. He helped the kings to become kings and to rule. Before David became the king, in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 13, the spirit came upon him. Yeah. He helped the people who who did things, the furniture, the Bizalil and all these people, he came upon them and helped them to create the furniture and the things of the tabernacle. He helped the priests. He helped the priests to stand in the priestly office. He helped the prophets He helped Elijah. And then he helped Elisha. He was helping them. Hallelujah. Then when we come into the New Testament, he helped the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Yes. He helped the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Bishop, by Jesus Christ, He's God. So why does God need help? Huh? Jesus Christ is God. So why does God need help? Jesus Christ needed help because. On earth, he walked here as a man. As a man. Let me write down. Say, on earth, Jesus walked as a man. Yes. And because he was a man, he needed help just like any other man. Listen, all the people that you read about in the Bible who did great things, like Elijah, they were ordinary men. They were ordinary men. Hello? They were ordinary men. They etched, they were tied, they poo-pooed, they weary, 
They had feelings. The Bible says that Elijah was a man of like passions. Like us. Elijah felt the sensation that when men see women, they feel that he used to feel something. Elijah! So next time, if you have such a feeling and the devil is trying to kill you, say, please don't kill me. Elijah. Elijah. He has such feelings. Only don't follow the feelings. They were men. They were men. But what made them able to do what they did was the helper in their lives. So Jesus, the scripture makes it very clear that Jesus was a man. Look at Philippians chapter 2. We are reading from verse 5. NIV. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. There was another version. Give me another version. Very good. Go to verse 5. How many of you are learning? Huh? Are you loving the Holy Spirit? You must have the same attitude. This is the NLT. That Christ Jesus had. Though he was God. Though he was God. He did not think of equality with God as something. He did not, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. How many of you understand it now? And was born as a human being. So when Christ was walking on earth, he was a man. How many of you understand that? Let me see your hand. Whether you understand it. Do you understand it? He was a man. Listen. Do you know the work that he did? He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. Is there any carpenter here? His present service. I have some carpenters. Yeah, there's a carpenter here. Yeah. Carpenters are very great because we are doing the same job like Jesus. Only that, only that Jesus was an honest carpenter. When he said, your table will be ready in one week. One week. This is the carpenters when they say Wahoo. Listen. I'm trying to explain something to you. That Jesus himself he was helped by the helper. The Holy Spirit. 
Jesus did not do the things that he did because he was God. He came to earth as a man and therefore needed help just like every other man. That is why when Jesus started to do powerful things, the people were, they were so amazed. Look at Mark chapter 6. Eh? Mark chapter 6. Jesus left that part of the country. You see, listen, if you want to understand the Bible, you have to do what I'm doing. You read it in different versions. So it helps you to understand. Are you getting that? So you must have several Bibles. So I'm just teaching you how to use different Bibles. Okay, can she sit up? Can everybody sit up, please? Yes, thank you. Please sit up. We are talking about Holy Spirit. Your helper. Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue. And many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed. He is just a carpenter. He is just a carpenter. He is just a carpenter. The son of Mary. Then they scoffed. He is just a carpenter. The son of Mary and the brother of James. They knew his brothers. The brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. And his sisters lived right here among us. They knew him. Now, how many of you understand when I say Jesus was a man? They knew him. So, when he started, he was speaking and teaching powerful things and doing miracles and raising the dead and I mean, opening blind eyes. Ah, where did this man get all these wonderful things from? I'm going to show you where he got it from very soon. Because he was a man. Yeah. One day in the boat, he slept. There was a storm. And the boat was shaking. Water was coming. You know, so and the disciples were afraid. When they went, Jesus <laughs> even when they tried to Jesus, Jesus <laughs> Listen, he was sleeping. But the Bible says God doesn't sleep. He never slept nor slumbered. But this one was sleeping. He was a man. He ate. When was the last time you saw God eating? Come make a kingdom. But when he went to the house of Martha, after rebuking Martha for just just walking around the holy cook, he ate the food. John chapter 4 
And he went to beg for water. He begged the Samaritan woman, said, please, can you give me some water? He was feeling thirsty. When he went to Lazarus' funeral, he cried. He was a man. He was a man. How many of you agree? How many of you have understood? Talking about Jesus. So, so, why was he able to raise the dead? Why was he able to open blind eyes? Why was he able to do all the great things? He was able to do them because the helper, the Holy Spirit, came to help him. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of him. When did the Holy Spirit come to help him? Luke chapter 3 from verse 21. Wow! of you are loving the Holy Spirit, this helper. One day, when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized, and as he was praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit, in bodily form, descended on him like a dove, and a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly beloved son, and you bring me great glory. The like Jesus says that in whom I'm well pleased. So this is when the helper came. Listen, this is when the helper came. Alright? And the spirit descended. Okay, go back. Go back. Go back. Okay. Then verse 23. Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his public ministry. Watch. So for 30 years, for 30 years, since he was born in Bethlehem, that the angels came to announce to the shepherds that in the city of David is born a savior. For 30 years, he didn't preach, he didn't teach, he didn't heal anybody, nothing. What was he doing? He was growing up and then he was learning how to do carpentry and then he became a carpenter. One day, one man wanted to beat him because he said that the, the, the table that Jesus did, one of the legs was cheered. You understand cheered? How many of you understand cheered? Cheered. It means the leg. It's bent. So the man nearly beat Jesus. At that time, a certain man said that he has delayed. He said that he would do a coffin. Jesus used to do coffins. Carpenter. And the man's relative, they wanted to bury, but Jesus, I don't know where he went to, he had delayed a letter. So the man said, he wants his money now. As a man. I watch. The Holy Spirit came upon him. 
and started using him. The first thing the Holy Spirit did was that he sent him to go and fast and pray. Look at Luke chapter 4. The Holy Spirit was now beginning to help Jesus. May the Holy Spirit begin to help you. I said may the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. So for 40 days and 40 nights, when, when, when the helper came, he said, he said to Jesus, you can't just go and preach, go and pray, and go and fast, because you have to overcome the devil. Listen, at dawn, how many of you at dawn, you, you woke up, you woke around about three, or three thirty, your eyes just opened, and and somebody said, "Go and pray." It is time to pray. It is time to read the Bible. How many of you have heard that before? And then you covered your head. You see, the helper was trying to help you. <laughs> he was trying to help you, but he didn't allow you. But Jesus, he flowed with the Spirit. Then, verse 14, Luke 4, 14. Then returned Jesus, after 40 days, then returned Jesus to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him spread quickly through the region. May the Holy Spirit fill you with power. I said, may the Holy Spirit fill you with power. With power. And the reports will spread about you. About your business. Yes. About your life. About your ministry. Now, Jesus, he used to go to church. No, like everybody in Nazareth, he used to go to church. He was a carpenter. When he go to church, he would sit down. Sometimes they give him something to read, he reads and then goes. He didn't preach. He didn't teach. He didn't heal anybody. For 30 years, always you come to church and go. There are many of you who are sitting in church. You don't, you don't teach. You don't do anything. You understand it? It is because you have not allowed a helper to help you. One day Jesus went to church. Luke 16. Luke 4 16. Luke 4 16. Watch this. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boarwood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath, and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, 
that the oppressed will be set free and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. Watch. This time, this particular day, when he went to church, watch. He had received the Holy Spirit. He had been led by the Holy Spirit into the desert. He had been there praying for 40 days and 49. He had returned with power. He went to church and said, Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement. They say, this carpenter, sit down. Carpenter, you understand? So please, can I speak for just two minutes? They said, okay, two minutes. The scripture that I just read, it concerns me. And I want you to know that from today. For the last 30 years, you have all known me in this place as a carpenter. But I want to announce that from today, I can teach. I can preach. I can open blind eyes. I can set the captives free. I can raise up the dead. I can feed 5,000 people out of nothing. They said, why? He said, because the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law. The Holy Spirit. The helper has come upon me. And because the helper has come, I can preach. I can teach. I can preach the word of God. I can work miracles. I can do great things. When you ask the Holy Spirit, the helper to help you, you too, you can do what Jesus did. The Holy Spirit will help you to do great things. From that day, come and see. When Jesus is preaching, people will ask, they will say, we have not heard in this manner. We have not seen of it in this manner before. One day he was with the disciples in the boat. And then there was a storm. There was a wind. And then, remember he was sleeping. So they managed to wake him up. When he woke up, he said, what is happening? He said, see, Lord, the storms, the water is coming to the boat. He said, where is your faith? He said, okay, anyway, no problem. Hey, storm, shut up. Wind, stop now. And immediately, everything was quiet. Then, then the Bible says, look at it. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 verse um, 40. Look at it. Go, give me King James. King James. And he said unto them, no, go up, verse 39. Verse 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. He said, I told you. I told you he was snoring. He was asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say, Master, carry us down not that we perish. Eh? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. 
verse 40. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Verse 41. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? of money. Listen, people will be asking at the office, at the office, that's that. This. Who is this? Who is this? At the office, your boss, your boss will be having fever and headache. Is there, is there anybody here who can buy me some paracetamol? So, before the paracetamol, can I please pray for you? Then you lay your hands and say, Father, Thank you for my boss who pays me all the time. And good man, in the name of Jesus, by your power, please heal him. And then immediately, he said, oh, no, no, I don't need paracetamol. The pain is gone. The fever is gone. I'm okay. Everybody who asks in the office, what manner of man, what manner of sister, what manner of worker, what manner of person is this? If you allow the Holy Spirit to help you, He will help you. Your business, please sit down. Your business will boom. Your marriage will work. Your ministry would be fruitful. If you allow Him to help you. He said, This morning, He's allowing to, He's helping me to preach. Just helping me. You see, I don't have. Eh? I've been preaching for about an hour. Where are the notes? There are no notes. I'm just talking. I'm giving you scriptures. He's helping. See, show them the scripture. Show them this one. Ah, this one. Explain this one. Help. He's helping. That is why he's in the world. That is why he's in your life. Every time you should tell him, please help me. Please help me, Holy Spirit. Never attempt to do anything without asking for his help. He's a person. Yeah. You just turn to him. Turn to him. So I go, please, I beg you. Should I travel tomorrow or I should not travel? He'll tell you. Should you? Somebody has proposed that he wants to marry me. Don't just begin to sing that, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because the person has parked a car. Lord, help me. May he help you. May he help you. Shepherds! You have to tell the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, look, my fellowship. I started last year, June. Up to today, only two people. Only two people. I can't, can't help me. Oh, he will help you. He will help you. Because he's here to help you to do the work of God. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands and begin to ask him to help you. Lift up your hands. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody lift up your hands and pray and ask him to help you. 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 Lift up your hands and speak to him. Holy Spirit help me. 
Holy Spirit help me. Holy Spirit help me. Holy Spirit help me. Holy Spirit help me. Holy Spirit help me. Lift up your hands and pray. Yes. 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 Pray. I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh Lord. Forgive me. And I have believed in a lie that you were unable to help me. But now, oh Lord, I see my wrong. Heal my heart. Show yourself strong and wave my heart and wave my soul. Oh Lord, be my, 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 relationships with our education in every aspect Lord help us in Jesus name Amen put your hands together for the Lord Hallelujah Amen how many of you are going to ask the Holy Spirit to help you hey somebody who helped Jesus if Jesus needed help what about you how many of you understand that he helped Jesus? Eh? It was by the help of the Holy Spirit that Jesus ministered on earth. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. This morning I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus. If you are here and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord. I want to serve Jesus. I want to surrender. Can we all stand to our feet, please? I can see some people sitting. Okay, please stand. Everybody stand, please. And close your eyes. Wherever you are standing, if you want me to pray for you, to give your life to Jesus, can you lift up only your right hand and I'll pray for you. Only your right hand. Pray for me, Lord. Pray for me, Pastor. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. And if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to move from your seat. Take your Bible or your bag and come to me here. I want to pray for you. Come. Come.
Keep on coming. Clap your hands for them. Keep on coming. Clap your hands for them. Come to Jesus. Oh, encourage them. Keep on coming. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Clap your hands for the Lord. Many are being saved into the kingdom of Jesus. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Now all those of you here, please lift up your hand. I'm going to lead you, guide you to pray for the Lord to save you. Say, dear Jesus. Can you close your eyes, lift up your hand, say, dear Jesus. I am a sinner. But I believe that you are Lord and Savior of my life. Please forgive me for all my sins. My sins are a lot. But please forgive me and wash me in your blood. Come into my heart and save my soul. Make me your child. Dear Jesus, please accept me as your child. From today, I belong to you. Thank you, dear Jesus, for saving me. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opus is a Collegon main game. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His present service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.